0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Fat Fit Freedom, episode number four. And today we have a wonderful podcast set up. I'm excited. This is gonna be lit. Not only do I feel like these are just getting better, but we have another guest on today that I'm very excited for because there are so many different topics we could always dive into around health and fitness. But this one, I mean, like many of them, is really going to apply to everyone out there that may be dealing with specific ailments that maybe you just rather not have. And the guest we have that I'll introduce in just a moment is really an expert in terms of rehabilitating the human body and getting just to perform at your maximal potential. Because one of the biggest things that's been on my mind lately is that when it comes to exercise, when it comes to training your body, you know, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. But the funny thing is, there's a lot of things that can go wrong with just about everything. It doesn't matter what it is. You could be in school. Maybe you got a bad grade. Maybe you weren't prepared for a specific question on a test. Uh, maybe you go into to try a new restaurant that's got great reviews, but you just didn't even like the food. Sometimes there are just things that you cannot prepare for. But today, we're hoping that we can prepare you for everything that you may not know or you may not even want to know moving forward about the body. But first off brandon how are we doing
1: today doing great man glad to be here again obviously excited to have jamie on uh, really excited to hear what he has to say uh, we've had some great chats about viability uh, <laughs> i love his perspective uh, you know the best thing well, about uh, working at a place like this is you got a, a combination of ideas and it's exciting to hear what people
0: think man. V- very true very true and so for those of you that don't know that didn't talk to me uh, ahead of time about this or see my posts the guest we have on, his name is, what is your name? My name is Jamie Conley. Can, come on, can you say that with a little more authorita, Jamie? That's,
1: hey, that's, you'll get your authority when the time's right. Uh, ooh, okay.
0: <laughs> I see you, I see, I see I'm gonna you.
1: In, I'm going to come in soft. It's like i got to get warm first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely understand that. You know, I need people to balance me out too. Um, so Jamie, guys, he has a very extensive background with Exercise and do you mind just giving the people listening an overview of really all not just your credentials but why have, we've been really excited to have you on for today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um so I am a licensed certified athletic trainer. Um I'm also a certified strength and conditioning specialist. Um and basically I, I got a degree in athletic training and sports medicine from Springfield College. Um through my undergrad, I got probably don't even know the exact number, probably close to like 3,000 clinical hours. Jesus with, Christ. With, yeah. Was, oh, my God, That's such the, a long time. The program was, uh, it was. <laughs> 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 but uh, a lot of that um, working with specifically more so in athletic populations. So um, working as a sideline athletic trainer in injury prevention, emergency response, acute injury care. Injury rehab, so like really seeing the athlete or the patient from literally the first time they get the injury, like watching them get hurt, taking care of the injury right on the spot, and then rehabbing all the way back to return to play. Um, So after graduating, I actually worked more in strength and conditioning at um, a Nike-sponsored sports performance facility working with some pretty cool high-end athletes. Name-dropping, name-dropping. Athletic Evolution. It's in uh, Woburn, Mass. So I'll have to let everyone over there know that. (laughs) Um, And then I actually took a job back at Springfield College as an athletic trainer with the baseball team um, and a preceptor to some of the AT students, which was cool because I like the whole educational piece as well. Sure. Um, And then kind of like you referred to before following that, I worked for Pappas Physical Therapy, um, doing more of just the injury rehab side of things. And now I'm obviously here at Lifetime doing some one-on-one private training um, and also simultaneously working as the director of um, injury prevention and post-rehabilitation for Mike Macchione, who's the uh, Boston Bruins Head of Strength and Conditioning Mm. at his private facility um, northeast Sports Training, so kind of working on that period after physical therapy before guys are ready to get right back into full strength and conditioning or full play.
0: Love it. And on top of that, aren't you technically or were technically a professional lacrosse player? Yeah. <laughs> technically, yes. <laughs> um, I would say. My so you were a professional athlete, athlete too.
1: Yeah, yeah, and internationally. <laughs> So I don't know it, oh excuse that. me in an international professional
0: athlete <laughs> yeah
1: it's 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 not uh, as glamorous as it sounds i really just went for the um the discounted trip to <laughs> uh, i think i think uh if you asked my coach of that team um how much lacrosse i actually played there he'd tell you he had a pretty hard time keeping me in Every night, but <laughs> it <laughs> hey, was, it was fun. It was yeah. So lacrosse was also yeah, definitely another um, probably major player in me becoming an athletic trainer. Anyway, so yeah.
0: Hey, when the team wins, when the team wins a chip, I mean everyone gets a ring, yeah, so it doesn't exactly, matter. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> matter uh, <laughs> where you, where you lie on that on that totem pole. Um, but cool. So uh, caught up a little bit with Jamie before and uh, throughout the week about some of the topics that wanted to discuss today. And one of the biggest ones I wanted to start off with, and would love, Jamie, for you to chime in, and definitely Brandon, too, because, again, for anyone that doesn't know, Brandon also used to be a professional uh, baseball player as well. Uh, signed contract and everything. Um, played for for how many years did you play, Brandon? Seven years. Seven years. All right, so that's a pretty good amount of time to be a professional athlete as well. Uh, the first topic that has been on my mind is that I, mean, I alluded to this a little bit in the beginning. And that's that, you know, there are a lot of things that are dangerous that that we can do. And sometimes things are unexpected. But the funny thing is, you know, in in the world that we live in today, a lot of people really enjoy when science is behind a lot of studies. I'd like to think so, at least, especially when it comes to food and exercise, right? But science will tell you that the most of the things that we do is actually really bad for us. Sitting in the car all day commuting to work, for many, sitting maybe at your job all day, just even sitting at home on the couch all day. Yeah. <laughs> These are things that science would tell us you should actually not do as often as possible. Uh, you could you go with sleep deprivation, right? People don't get enough sleep. Maybe they're, they're working too many hours, or maybe they have kids uh, that are keeping them up at night, but they're sleep-deprived. Uh, obviously, athletics can be dangerous as well. The amount of force that's put on your body, uh, making certain movements and really exercise in general could be looked at as a hazard to the body, right? Putting your 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 body through pain. Um, I was listening to a book by actually Tim Grover recently. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm still listening to it right now. And for, for those that don't know, Tim Grover used to be the trainer for Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, the goat. And he had this He he mentioned something that sparked this whole uh, topic of conversation for today. And for me, it's that, you know, people can. Regardless of what someone does, they're going to be uncomfortable, right? But they have two options. You can not do anything at all. And as the years go by, your body is probably going to break down on you. And guess what? That's going to be uncomfortable as you start getting sick. Whereas your body starts not operating as it once did 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, even 10, five years ago, two years ago for some people. Or you can be uncomfortable with exercise, with taking care of yourself. Still going to be about the same amount of energy in in a lot of respects. But that's going to greatly improve your quality of living. Uh, Jamie, any kind of insight into maybe just perception that you ha- that you've seen with many people that's come up to you in terms of just like the danger of of their
1: fear with exercise Yeah, so i mean fear of exercise you're talking about people like in pain or with injuries or just in uh arms?
0: in general we'll go with in general first
1: yeah i mean i think a- like a lot of people if they've had an injury well first of all pain is is all literally in your brain so it's kind of about Facts. finding ways around um, that pain signal, kind of giving your body some different input in and out of that. And I like, like you're saying, it's it depends on the population you're working with. But a lot of people have this idea that like, when they're rehabbing, for example, they shouldn't be pushing through any pain. But it's like, all right, well, if you're not pushing through any pain ever, then you're just never going to get better. (laughs) Um, It's more knowing like...
0: How do you you have babies at that point? Like, you're (laughs) not going to push through (laughs) the
1: pain. (laughs) It's just, you're just going to stay where you're at and never, ever get better. But to that same point, um, it's it's knowing what the actual root cause of all the pain is, right? So like Mm. a lot of people, um, even you know smart people who are good at treating symptoms will do just that and just treat symptoms which never actually really gets to the root cause of what the issue is so people are gonna always move around pain and never move through it so finding ways to basically adjust even like kind of like what you and I were talking about the other day like you said someone has issues with like single leg squats with their knee just knowing like how you can switch a movement up slightly from a split squat staying upright, which is going to, going back to physics, I know everyone's pumped about <laughs> it, but create, At least we are. Create, <laughs> there's a longer lever to your knee, basically, when, when you're up tall. So if you come forward a little bit and bring your torso closer to your knee, it's going to decrease that and decrease, basically, the torque on your knee, put it more on your hip. Anyways completely just went off track there no it's all on track (laughs) honestly it's all on track uh, but yeah i mean pain isn't necessarily always like the worst thing in the world it's it's a good indicator that sometimes maybe um you should avoid a certain movement or a certain area and let it heal but um, sometimes you do need to push through it and that's where having like a professional who knows what they're doing, like having a personal trainer, having someone, a licensed rehab professional sure. who can tell what is tolerable, what's good pain and what's a, you know pain that should be avoided is really important.
0: And, and so I'm, I'm glad that you said that there, that little part at the end, because, you know, for many out there, I think there's a huge segment of people that would love, I mean, I think even us as well sitting here we'd love to have our own personal coach that could work with us every day. We love our own uh, to be in a sense, live like Tom Brady has someone that that travels with them everywhere, works with them like day and night. Uh, I mean, for some, that's just not possible. And for others, even hiring a a trainer or a coach uh, isn't in their means just yet. Maybe they want to. It's just not in the cards just yet. Is there anything that you could give some of the people listening in terms of advice? Like, let's say uh, for example, they're experiencing some, like, pain. It could be in their knee. It could be in their hip. could be in their shoulder, right? The probably, like, main areas. Their back, right? A lot of the common areas people experience pain. Um, any insight into explaining, like, if it's actually pain they're experiencing? It could be symptomatic of something else and what those symptoms could mean.
1: Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's all, that's kind of, like, all-in-one all question there. So if someone's experiencing pain, like, where is it coming from is the first question. So someone says, oh, my low back hurts. Well, it might not be your low back. Yeah. It could be your hips that are thrown off. It could be that. Um, things like when, when we experience pain or when things get tight, like when people talk about feeling tight and then they just never do anything about it. Fascia and things around the muscles start to actually like physically thicken and when that happens It can compress down on nerves. It can compress down on things in that area and Send a signal back up to your brain that you're feeling pain So then you're always gonna feel pain during a certain movement and you're always gonna avoid that movement so the key is to find a way basically to override that pain like to end that cycle one way or the other either you're ending um that tightness or that whatever's going on with the tissue actually itself or you're doing something to affect um like the neurophysiology uh, to send a message up to your brain other than pain so that you can start moving gently through that range of motion that you need to and eventually kind of get back to 100 but, I mean, the biggest thing, like I just said, is just seeking out someone who can, like, assess you, really. Yeah. And, like, actually give you a good, honest feedback um, on what's going on. Yeah. Because most people have no idea what's going on with their body, <laughs> which it's kind of crazy. That's but, so true. But, that, yeah, so, um, I mean, pain is something we could dive down a rabbit hole and talk about forever. But everyone experiences it. It's, um, you know, doing your research and finding out how to get over that pain hump and not just completely avoid the area or body part that hurts forever.
0: Mm. It's really,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I do, I go see, um, Chris chiropractor, um,
0: not um, me, Yeah. <laughs> another friend of the show.
1: <laughs> Chris. Yeah. So, I mean, he's awesome. Um, I like, you know, I'll go see I'll go see a massage therapist. Like I, I do a ton of soft tissue work and mobility work on myself. But sometimes, you can do all that in the world, and it's never going to happen. Like help if you're misaligned or if there's something bigger going on there. So finding, um, you know, someone, even if it, it's a matter of like, sucking up your pride or something. Like some people think they can just do it on all. On <laughs> own. Like sometimes you just need some help.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. That. Uh, I- actually I'd love to transition that into another thought they had around this and, and that's perfect because obviously exercise you know some could say it's dangerous but it obviously has like amazing benefits that every single person can acknowledge if they would just commit to consistent and uh, a progressive exercise program um and one of the biggest things that i was thinking about leading into this is you know exercise may be unsafe may be dangerous but so is everybody. So are you. And we are our own worst enemies when it comes to this type of thing. Well, Let's say we may have, like, we'll st- we could t- stub our toe or maybe we'll, like, we'll, we'll bang our knee and start being sore. But then we may, we'll just have the urge, like, oh, I just need to work out. So we're going to go crush it the next day. And then we wake up the next day. and like, oh, my God, I'm way more sore than I was the day before. And is that the knee's problem? Is that our body's problem? Or is that, like, us a mental problem that we have? We're just not being able to relax and understand that a lot of these things that we want to achieve physically, they just end up taking patience. Sure, like weight-wise, fat loss-wise, of course, but then definitely with injuries, definitely with recovery. Any insight into that?
1: Uh, Yeah, and and just while you're speaking and thinking, like pain is sometimes a good thing. Like your body has all these responses physiologically for a reason that's, like, when you feel that DOMS, that delayed on, um, onset Ontem. muscle soreness, you're like, that's because your body has some inflammation going on there because you cause damage from <laughs> lifting, so, like, but it's, it's damage that we want like it's it's a good damage micro damage as long as you're not overdoing it and being an idiot but (laughs) um that's like probably a good sign like hey let's just chill the fuck out for the day and relax yeah you need to recover yeah um chill bro yeah and that's the biggest thing i think with injuries is Everyone wants to go ten million miles an hour, and no one wants to take care of themselves after. Like no one wants yeah. to do <laughs> any of the recovery. Oh, stuff that's so true. Because it's boring or something. I, I'm weird. Like, well, because it hurts, right? Like yeah, it's well, SMR, self-myofascial yeah, yeah. release. It yeah. hurts. Some of that, like some of it, might not feel great, but even with that stuff, like it doesn't have to hurt. Like there's so much research now that like you can. Or it's uh, uncomfortable. I should right. say. Like you, you. It doesn't have to be super aggressive to have a response, and like even just taking 5 10 minutes to bring your body back down into recovery mode is super helpful um, we, everyone's so stressed the whole entire day it's like driving into work stuck in traffic stress at work all day stress oh let me go get my stress out by stressing <laughs> my body <laughs> super hard in the gym and then and then just going to bed like, oh, i wish everyone like, could see I'm Brandon right now to just tolerate that like you need to like I always do like some breath work after a workout. Um, if, if people listening and you guys don't follow Brian McKenzie, follow him. Um, breath stuff like central nervous, bringing your body back down into parasympathetic mode, into that recovery mm. mode is like the key to recovery. And recovery is the key to getting any kind of strength gain, any kind of athletic gain, any kind of rehab gain, anything you want. Like if you're not recovering, it's just never going to happen, plain and simple.
0: True. I mean, that's that's definitely Paris, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic response. We will totally get into that in another episode. Yeah. That is a whole other yeah, episode nice we can dive into. Uh, I think, <laughs> Brandon, you, are you going to say something? Oh, okay. Um, and I think, you know, to, to wrap up that thought, it's a lot of us can sometimes just be stubborn, right, to, to do these things, to yeah. change. Like even we may understand they're good, uh, but we just – make that conscious effort to not actually do it when we may perceive like, yeah, but you know, this exercise, like the workout, like that's the most important part. Mm, Not exactly. The recovery is actually probably more important than the actual workout.
1: I would say it's definitely more important because what people don't understand is all you ever do in the gym, you're not getting any stronger anytime you're lifting a weight. You're causing damage, you're causing tissue damage. And when you get stronger and grow bigger muscles is when your body repairs and rebuilds bigger and stronger muscles that can never happen if you don't have the release of parasympathetic hormones that you need to set that stage for rebuilding and repair i mean that goes for injury that goes for someone who's not injured at all like just looking to get mad gains or whatever (laughs) people like in here do when they're grunting and slamming weights all over the place but aka
0: for all the fuck boys out there in the gym (laughs)
1: like anything Recovery, um, even like sleep, like sleep is something that people ignore so often. Or like the recovery stuff after a workout, a lot of people will say they don't have time, or what? Just you gotta make time. It's it takes it, 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 five minutes, like five ten minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, any uh, you know, what would you say would the, be the common misconceptions that I guess you have heard from from clients, even from athletes. That they have around like exercise and injuries and just all that in general.
1: Um, so,
0: you know, aside from obviously we've talked about like pain can actually be good, mm-hmm. but what's something where I guess you've you've explained to someone and they've like, oh my god, I just I never knew that, I never looked at it
1: like that. I guess like one thing that um, is always, I I think when I explain to clients or whoever it is that they're like so surprised by is. Um, like fascial connections and fascial lines throughout the body of like referred pain. Um, Like even explicit, so someone, some people have shoulder pain, right? This chronic shoulder pain, and they're going and seeing someone or doing something on their own and they're constantly cranking their shoulder into like internal or external rotation or constantly working on their shoulder and nothing ever gets better. And then you do a little like thoracic spine mobility work with them and their shoulder clears right up. So it's knowing like, where those connections are sometimes a pain in like your ankle or your knee is really because your hips are all fucked up Mm. and um like diving into the wrong issue i'd say general rule of thumb is if you're having pain or dysfunction and you're working on it for like two weeks or more and you haven't seen any results you're probably totally missing the boat so try something new, look for a different area.
0: Now, what would you say are some of the best practices a person can can take to maintain a safe but progressive training program for themselves?
1: Um, I would say it, it first depends on like your level of training. So um, one, having someone, is, are we talking about someone creating a program on their own? So let's say,
0: yeah, yeah. So let's say like I'm, I, I work out on my own. Like I, I you know, I, you know, I, I can, Get motivated whether it's i go to a class or like i have yep. workouts that i go through um but you know i'm a little worried because i've had some pain in my knee before and, like sometimes like my shoulders like really sore uh, what's some things that i can do to make sure that uh, i can still work out and make progress without hurting myself yeah because I, mean... I just because you know a lot of us you know taking on that that uh um, the mindset of that person obviously i don't know the same things about exercise and the same things about body and physiology that, that you do
1: yeah. So, I mean, I would say like the first real simple one for someone looking to get any kind of like aerobic or anaerobic, um, gains, strength gains is like a real basic principle of strength training is just progressive overload, but safely overloading it meaning. So you should set up your program to where you're able to kind of hit a weight, let's say strength training, hit a weight that, you know, you can hit for all the set reps basically. And, um, progressively overloading that meaning adding some more weight each week or each time you're doing that or adding more reps and just setting the right foundation. So you always want to build up, you know, muscular endurance first. So that's like a high, usually like a high volume, like high rep scheme to get, um, the muscular endurance base that you need to build that further strength off of, then you kind of want to get into that hypertrophy phase, that muscle growth phase, um, and then ultimately the max strength phase. So just safely loading yourself, continuing to load yourself, but only to the point where your form isn't going to break down basically.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's another great point. Like how many people have we seen, uh, you know, maybe they can, they, they're lifting heavy weight but their form is just shit.
1: Yeah. Like I don't even with some of my clients, at least like injury wise clients or people who have like super dysfunction, like core dysfunction and stuff, I won't even set rep schemes. I'll just go for as many as they can until form breaks down. And then that's all they're doing. So as many like good, solid, perfect reps as they can definitely in the set.
0: Yeah, one of I mean everyone that I I work with now, and uh, even if it's just one time I see them, or I'm designing a whole program for them, if they have a difficulty with just practical range of motion, like natural functional body movements, we won't even touch weights. You we may use resistance bands, but it'll be strictly body weight. Like I need to get their body like working functionally and optimally with what they already have, because how can you add a load safely for that, right? How can how many I've seen so many people squatting right and it's it's more of a of a super heavy back extension <laughs> that they're doing it's not even a squat because their hip mobility's shit ankle mobility's trash knees are probably hurting thoracic mobility is probably gone but you know it gains bro so you know let's get let's get it
1: and those are people, usually the people who are like sometimes just naturally they can lift super heavy it's like yeah people who i think i read like kelly Storette saying this quote once and i thought it was great um it's like, it's like those guys that are like deadlifting or squatting, like 415, but then all of a sudden one day you blow out three discs. In <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like, it that happens all the time. It's like saying I made toast, but I burnt the whole house down. <laughs> it's, it's like, what's the point? So like, just to go back to what you were just saying, just general rule of thumb for people who, who don't really know how to set up, like even just an hour long workout. Um, always soft tissue work first. So that's like your foam rolling or lacrosse ball, like rolling out, getting into the soft tissue and getting it to kind of relax in areas that you want to increase that range of motion. Then your mobility work to find those new ranges of motion. And then your stability or strength work to work strength through those new ranges of motion.
0: Drop in knowledge, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> One final thought. before yeah. We got to get going. And that's And along the lines of what I was just saying there at the end in in terms of squatting, because I feel like I've been man bashing, which I do probably more than most guys. However, women aren't safe either. Any little insight into the quote unquote, like Instagram fitness chicks and the way that they teach squatting. And I think you know what I'm talking about when I say that, right? How they're sticking their butt out. Because I've heard and seen many a girl screw up their backs, screw up their backs by squatting wrong just because they think it's it's going to help. I mean, it will help with their butt, but their form's totally wrong because of someone that they saw that is in no way qualified to be giving any type of fitness advice. This is
1: a, this is, a, we should do a whole nother segment on this. And yes, like, we, oh, we will. And we're totally going to do that. This, this is a topic <laughs> that fires me up <laughs> because it's so, it is so frustrating. I hate, hate seeing people on Instagram that it's like they just have no idea what they're doing. Like, I've spent it's it's almost like insulting to people who like I've spent so many years starting, I got a college fucking degree in this and you have three thousand fucking hours, hours and, in this. and all this shit and then yeah and then some. Brandon just like dancing her over here in the back. Around and like Five thousand followers and everyone the the worst part is everyone's <laughs> like oh this is what I should do and then people try to do it and go get hurt
0: and oh hey yeah, they have butt implants. Uh, like, but yeah, yeah and like
1: it's it's so. <laughs> Oh, it's like, I don't go, I don't try to give people like legal advice because I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you don't you're not qualify, this is, it's like, seriously though, it's, we're in a healthcare field. Like, it's, yes. someone who is giving you this advice should have qualifications, like a lawyer or a doctor, like, you're trusting that your body.
0: But Jamie, what if I just have a great ass and people just yeah. want the ass yeah. that I have? Right. Oh, stop it. You're <laughs> taken. Stop.
1: No, uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You, you, I think that sums up how I... Shout out up. to Dovey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you for that, Jamie. Uh, any final words for anyone listening? I don't know if you want to give a shout out to anyone or promote um, yourself a little bit more because you are the man. Yeah, as much shit as I give this guy.
1: I'm always down to promote myself. <laughs> no, I mean, thanks for having me on, guys. Anyone who's I guess looking for more info, I'm always trying to post educational stuff for people. Um, my I, Instagram is probably the best. Instagram or Facebook. Um, Instagram at jamieconley underscore ATC. And my Facebook page is the same thing, jamieconley underscore ATC. Or it might just be Jamie Conley ATC.
0: Don't worry, at don't it. worry. I will put it in the description. <laughs> I will put Jamie's Instagram I, I, in the description. I, I, I like to talk about like, oh we appreciate i can't even talk now we appreciate you having you on jamie and look forward to doing some more episodes with you because i think there's a lot that we can really dive into and everyone else thank you again for listening please follow jamie if you have any questions about the body you guys you can you can always come to us but jamie's another one of those people that we definitely look to uh for help and advice And he's been helping me rehab from a sprained ankle been been going really well thank you really really grateful for that um but yeah we'll see you guys next week and looking forward to it love y'all later the podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm podcast that's anchor.fm podcast